Welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that talk about gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Right below me is my brother, Josh. I was waiting for like a Josh, say hello to the folks. You you know what you're doing by now. You don't need me to do that. I mean, you apparently hold our hands all the way through everything. So I'm I just I'm looking at daddy to hold my hand while we cross the street. I got you, son. Don't you dare chew that chip on the microphone. I see you. To my left is my other brother, Jake. Hello. Yeah, that's me, the other brother. See? On the mic. See, he's not eating. He didn't eat. Oh, God. He's, he's ASMR. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to have to edit. Oh, that is some good ASMR. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit all of this out. Have you, no, have you guys ever like sat there and listened to ASMR? It, Ashamingly, yes. Yeah, it's kind of tingling. It's kind of relaxing. It depends. Um, you know the... You know the the sound for like movies have like they'll get in a booth and like if it's the sound of a bone crunching they're taking celery and like doing yeah. it i'll watch yeah. videos like that because i think they're just really fun so am i weird and yes please judge me the one that i saw that destroyed my twitch uh algorithm and that i honestly keep going back to and i don't know why it's the ones where they come up to like they have the ear microphones and they with their fingers oh god and then of course i'm thinking like oh this is friendly and everything and all of a sudden then they go you know tongue deep into the ear and i'm like oh, okay all That's right i'm out of here <laughs> hey everybody this is smashing game time this is not an asmr podcast not yet not until the algorithm no the algorithm won't get that actually we're not going to give in to the algorithm we are back from Godi so everyone was hung over last week i hope you enjoyed the week of Godi so i hope you enjoyed the interview with uva bowl afterwards we hope to get some more interviews. I've got I've got some that I'm hoping that we can get lined up here. If people's timelines lined up, we will see. Uh, before we get into the meat and potato of the shows, as always, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings; they are amazing. We are everywhere that you get your podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. Go and watch or listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is king with the bros here. Guys, I know we're, we're all video gamed out from the last week, but what's everybody been up to? Well, says you. I can't give up video games. Dude. Video games has been like a huge thing in my life. All right, Mr. But, Mr. One Game on this list right here. It says you've been playing Teamfight <laughs> hey, Tactics. What's going on here? Dude, so Teamfight Tactics, you know, you got your updates, your patches. Uh, I've been playing a lot i actually hit master today so yay yay master rank yay um and like these past two days i've actually been playing against well-known pro players and one i didn't do so well but the other one i actually like placed higher so it was kind of cool if you guys ever heard of uh scara you guys do scara yeah, yeah. yeah. i played against him and i also played against uh Becca tilts today. And so they both pretty fun. Wouldn't put you in your place. Uh, Scar, I think you got third that game. I got sixth. So no, not really. Eh. So, so what? What gets? So what is the one below master? Uh, diamond. So what is the biggest difference you're noticing between the di being diamond on the ladder and being master on the ladder? Uh. I don't know to be honest. Uh, it's 
it's harder to get out of diamond because you're going back and forth like i could go first two games and then go eighth and lose everything i just got from those last two games are there any anything from those two well-known players that you played that like make them stand out compared to the uh the the chum down in diamond if you will uh well scar is well known uh he's in and out of uh I don't know, he doesn't really play professionally. He plays for content. He used to play, I think he used to play League of Legends professionally and not just for content. I mean, he's in the millions of uh, followers. But and what, then what does he do gameplay wise that makes him stand out? Besides, I mean, I obviously, he's I think good. it's just, I think it's just entertainment. He's a smart guy, but, but I don't know what he does differently. I don't really probably like he plays him. the game really religiously and actually does like research where Jake's just playing it and doing trial by error. No, I actually do research. Well, then what, you spend what does... more time researching it and coming up with better builds and better um, and builds. Really, that's basically it. Well, maybe I'm wording my question yeah. weirdly, but like when I think of when I think of a player who's really good at StarCraft or an RTS, I'm like, oh, well, this guy beat me because he has better APM or this guy beat me because his micro or macro is better. What are what what is so good about these players in master that you're noticing that you're noticing now that you didn't see from players down in diamond? Uh, I mean, I just got to master today, so I'm not hundred percent sure how to answer that one. Okay. You need more, but yeah, for, um, but from watching, uh, I've been watching challengers play these like since the beginning of the set and they just know when to level up, when to roll down, just when to hit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else going on in the world of team fight tactics? Uh, I know a lot of people just got banned for bug exploits, but other than that, <laughs> any any big bugs that uh, people were exploiting, especially you? I don't exploit bugs. Uh, I was trying to figure out what bugs they were exploiting because I was kind of like, how did that how did that work? Um, but I there's one where a there's an augment for a character named set where if he's like, it, it hits a certain amount of health, he goes to the corner of the map and does sit-ups to gain health. And then comes back in the, the ring. <laughs> well, apparently there was a bug to where if you kept on using a magnetic remover on him, which is an, uh, an item that you use to, uh, remove all the items off a, a champion. Mm -hmm the it resets his health so he never dies did someone use this against you no I'd, i've never had anyone use any bug exploits against me but i was trying to figure out like what it was because they didn't want to like say it out loud so <laughs> other people would like test it but yeah jake was like i how how, how do you do this cheat just for people <laughs> who are interested not me obviously i would never do that asking for a friend <laughs> Anybody know anything about some launch codes? Launch yeah, codes. Just trying to find the launch codes. Naked and pictures on the internet. Gross. Where? <laughs> Where? The crazy thing was that some guy posted on the internet that he was going to end his life because he got banned. Yeah. Is he okay? Oh yeah, and it, it was fake. Like he did not. Like people were like, "Oh, he's dead." You know, he really did. And then like it came out that no, he didn't. And so so like, it was a real it was a real tweet or a real message that he put out, but he didn't do it. Yes. He didn't die. Correct. Correct. 
Okay. Yeah. Phew. Hey, team fight tactics disaster averted. Averted. Hey, we skipped. We got by. (laughs) We escaped. I mean, if you guys like, ever want to like watch TFT just to be like entertained, the most entertaining guy is a guy named Soju. Mm -hmm. He gets like twenty thousand viewers every time he streams, and he streams for like ten to twenty hours. And he's he's sponsored by uh, Cloud Nine. But he's the most entertaining because chat really like roasts him every day. But he's like really good. He's always like top five. Well, Jake, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know a lot about Team Fight Tactics. But thank you for filling us in. Yeah, it's a fun game. Were you playing anything else or just just grinding out for Master? Yeah, just grind out for Master. All right. Well, hey, next time next time we're back here, I want to hear some more about these Masters you're fighting. Josh, Close you got it. a few. Josh, you got a few games here. Yeah, just a couple. Uh, doing my daily grind for Star Rail, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, nothing new there. Final Fantasy 16 uh, kind of slowed down a little bit because uh, just had a bunch of reviews come in. I just did... Um, sorry, there's a little fucking gnat flying around here. It's pissing me off. It's trying to get in um, on the ASMR fun. Yeah, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, what did I just do? I just did a review. Actually, technically, I just did two. Oh, I know. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Six Days of Fallujah. I did that. Really. Honestly, one of the first games in a long time that. So normally I just say, fuck it and go balls deep and learn the controls. Go on. On the go. I actually had to sit down and go into the boot camp or the training for it because, by God, it was complicated. It was awful. Not so much complicated, but. I went in thinking like, oh, there's going to be some, you know, basic understanding. You know, it's a it's a it's a military shooter. Like, come on. It should be that hard. Uh, no, it was pretty hard, actually. <laughs> it's a very like, obviously based on real events and does pretty it get, hard. Does it get pretty sketchy? Is it very like were you playing this like, oh, no. Um, so it starts out uh, with the documentary playing. Like the interviews from all the uh, uh, Marines, Navy, FBI, everybody basically who they interviewed to get like the data to basically like build this game. It opens with that. And I was like, okay, this is different. And I kind of like it. But then I got like five minutes into it. Like, okay, I just want to start playing. So I I skipped it, went to playing. And right now they only have like it's their kind of like a squad mode where you're basically going in and. completing certain objectives like where i was at i started we were clearing out buildings uh full of insurrectionists and then we had to also uh find any uh bombs and disarm them uh, this is early access right uh yes does it feel early access does it feel like oh this is this is kind of janky this this part of the game needs work or uh, oh this feature's missing s- there's definitely some bugs in there. Uh, we were trying to spawn people in and uh, a respawn re- them in and it wouldn't work. Um, this multiplayer? Yeah. Um, it's basically uh, four versus AI. Okay. So kind of kind of like uh, Operation Desert Storm from like the GameCube PlayStation 2 era. Yes, just think that, but with a little piece of history. A little piece of... It's pretty yeah. good little piece of troubled history so that review yeah. that reviews up on game chronicles already uh it'll be up uh probably tomorrow if not thursday okay so by the time or people Friday. hear this by the time people yeah. hear this on monday 
it'll be up. Correct. Awesome. What else you got here? Uh, also have Battle Bit Remastered. I'm playing that a little bit more. Oh, oh, that is something we all got into during in the middle of Godiso, which I thought was going to derail everything and make us restart everything because that is the most fun I've had in a multiplayer shooter. Probably since mm-hmm. we got into Rainbow Six, like five or six years ago. Yeah, don't remind me. That was so much fun. Hey, I'm gonna drop. I'm dropping the. Hey, I'm Rook. I'm dropping these plates, and then running away and doing something like, "What the fuck are you doing, Nick?" But no, Battlebit. Go ahead and share with us about Battlebit, Josh. Yeah. So uh, essentially, originally built in Roblox. Uh, think Battlefield, but in the style of Roblox and play, or I would say is like more set up towards like not last gen, but the gen before that's Battlefields like Battlefield three, uh, bad company, bad company two. So it just, it's, it's built more like those. So it's like the better era of battlefields. It's a good, it's a fun game to watch on YouTube too. I watched a few, videos of someone else playing and just watching i watched someone go onto a rooftop and mow down like four guys and in it like rapid aside like he was running down this hall uh down this roof just gunning guys down and it was really entertaining i was like i could watch people play this game all day i mean just the 127 versus 127 and don't even get me started on the fact that I don't think there's been a single game where a server has shitted out on me. The servers have been fantastic. Knock on wood. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, curse it. It, it just, it, it hurts knowing that a group of like three or four guys can come in, basically say fuck you to AAA companies who struggle to even do half of that. And yeah, I understand, yes, the infrastructure is different. And yes, their, their games might be more demanding. But the fact that four guys basically said, yeah, we're going to fucking build something in Roblox and make it better and give us this. You know what the difference is? The uh, the battle bit guys didn't have executives breathing down their necks, telling them, no, this is what the players need. Yeah, fuck your stockholders. The players need a Snoop Dogg. Well, I kind of want a Snoop Dogg skin. The players need a rainbow gun skin. I kind of want a rainbow gun skin. God damn it. God damn it. You're the problem, Nick. You're the problem. I'm the problem. You're the you're the problem, man. Yeah, that's uh, I, I've been, I've enjoyed playing with you guys. I don't enjoy the one twenty seven v one twenty seven. I think it's too much, and I do think, I think it's just because you suck. Yeah, yeah, I do, suck I do suck. But I also think some of the some of the maps are a little too big, just a little too big. I, so I can I can agree to that just because it feels like in some maps you have to get a vehicle like just to even get to a spot mm-hmm. before it gets taken, or otherwise it takes you like three or four minutes to run there. But the maps, like the city ones where it's all buildings, I actually enjoy those ones because they feel just right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I just feel like when I respawn in the middle of somewhere and I, d- direction-wise, I'm like, okay, are the bad guys over here? Over, I have no idea. There's no mini-map. Like the mini, uh, having some kind of mini-map, I feel like would help. And they, and they might add something eventually. Even if it's not, I don't even need to see like placement of where everybody's at. I just want to see where the fuck I'm at. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, where am I? Because you can open the map and still be running, but it takes up like three quarters of the your whole... screen. Or my favorite, you're underground and you have no idea where the fuck you're at. Oh, the underground is terrible. I there, I don't know the names of the maps because they all have weird names. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's realistic. Let's face it. If you're in the underground, you don't know where the fuck you're going. You're going to get lost. You're going right. to keep running in circles to find a place to get out. Right. I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I imagine we probably might 
sneak a game or two in after we're done here. We'll see. Either that or some, uh, you know, maybe a certain game I just got. Well, we can't talk about that yet, right, Josh? We can't. Please hold. Oh, he's checking. He's checking the NDA. Um, all it says is uh, it can capture video, preview impressions. You are free to talk about your early impressions of the game leading up to the review embargo. No video or screen capture may be taken. Okay, so we can talk about it. We can say that we're playing it. Uh, that's, I mean, based on what I'm seeing here, yeah, it doesn't say we can't. Or, go ahead. Yeah, you, uh, this is this is your baby, Josh. I'm just here for the ride. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared, too. Just say it. Uh, uh, Remnant 2. Me, me and Nick are going to be playing it. So that's the, sequel, it. that's the sequel to the gun Souls-like from a few years back. Uh, remnant from the ashes i believe they just were like yeah, fuck yeah. the subtitles we're adding a two and mm -hmm. i remember that game playing really well so i'm excited i'm excited to play two with you and also not have to write a review that's all on you that's all on you i love it that's okay I'm i fine love with it that. I'd, I'd be uh, there are some things i'm wondering how they pull off but i won't we won't get into it we've got we've got plenty of game to play before we can really start digging deep into the conversation on it uh, speaking of my reviews, my review of Dave the Diver, by the time you're hearing this, is up. It's already up today. Easily one of the best games I played this year. That's why I brought it up at Goaty So, because I, I was playing a little bit of it for review during that, but didn't want to, didn't want to, like, I don't know, have, like, the new kid on the block come in and have, like, the recency bias kind of just obliterate everything else. So that's why I didn't really fight for it too hard on stuff. That game's fun. I, the, the loop of going back and forth between diving in the ocean to catch the fish and then going and working at the sushi restaurant during the night. It's a lot of fun. They mix, mix it up at the restaurant, giving you more things to do, like clean the tables off, pouring beer and tea, martinis, uh, making, like doing some cuts, making some uh, wasabi. Because if you run out, like some of your plates can't get made. The fishing, like, I, the fishing's fine. I feel like early on, because you can dive twice a day, and early on the dives are very short. You're in there for maybe 10, 15 minutes. But the further into the game you get, like, dives end up starting to take, like, 30 minutes at a time. So you're down there for a while, grabbing a whole bunch of shit. There's a point, spoilers, there's a point where you find sea people, and in their village you can breathe. Like, you don't have to worry about your breath running out, so that kind of creates more time for you down there and then like you find other things to do like seahorse races you play you can play uh you can play you can gamble against a fish man and bet money and i was down there gambling like a fucking degenerate it's a lot of fun i enjoyed it go check out the review over on game chronicles probably probably one of the best games i've reviewed this year if i'm being honest uh the steam the steam summer sale is going on for those uh it'll be over by the time you hear this but i picked up a handful of games two that i picked up were sifu and pizza tower sifu is the martial arts game that came out i want to say january 2022 it came out on steam back in march so it was on epic game store exclusively for about a year and some change it's a lot of fun this is the game where if you get beat in a level you age up so like you have this chain that ages you up if you die and your death count is one, the next time you die, it doubles to two. 
and after that it goes to three. So every time you die, you're aging up. You start at 21, and you can age up all the way to 70. And so the older you get, I think the like the harder the game becomes, you have you have access to less unlocks. I'm only two levels in. Your father's killed by a gang that is led by one of his old uh, students. And you're so you're going to kill that gang one at a time. I'm on the second level. It's a club. This music's really catchy. I'm enjoying my time with that. Gonna hopefully finish that soon. I don't see that taking me forever. Uh, it's, it's it's a tough game. It's a really tough game because they don't the bad guys don't do that video game thing where you're fighting one and the rest of them are like, all right, stay right here, hold, hold. All right, he's dead. You go. No, they're all attacking you. At the same time, they're very vicious. I'm pl I'm playing on normal, so I'm not playing like powder puff or hard or anything. But very challenging game. Pizza Tower. I'm really excited about Pizza Tower. This is the most 90s 2D platformer ass game ever. Reminds me of the All Real Monsters game. Reminds me of Booger Man. Reminds me of Earthworm Jim. You're just a pizza guy collecting little little humanoid ingredients, destroying like you go through a level. You have to destroy this uh, this like giant like Easter Island egg head looking thing at the end, and then you have to race back out of the level as your score goes down. And you're basically trying to get a high score for each level. It's a lot of fun. It's I, I'm saying that about everything, but the there's running feels. A, huh? There's also a game theory on it. Shout out to Batpack. Oh yeah, well, you mentioned this. I need to go check that out. But it was it was nine dollars on this sale, so I was like, yeah, I have to, I have to play Pizza Tower. Like it looks so cool, and it's got it's got that '90s humor. It's very weird. It, again, I mean, I'm reminded of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very. It feels like it's dark. It feels like it wants to get dark, but it's just holding it in. I've only played the first two levels, so we'll see how dark it gets. But yeah, that's what I'm playing. So yeah, Dave the Diver, Seafood, and Pizza Tower. Pretty good week of gaming over here. Uh, guys, thank you for sharing what's been going on. I've probably going to try to play these games a little more. At the time of this recording, I'm planning a three-year-old's party. So that is going to take top dog for a little bit. Uh, these three, like, guys, can you believe I have a three-year-old real quick before we move on? Yes. Yeah, your, your son is ruining my Saturday. I hope you know that. Oh, you're coming over? It's his birthday party. Yeah, but you said he was ruining your life, so I didn't know if you were trying to blow us off. Like, oh, I'm I mean, sick. I have to reschedule my therapy, so if I go on a murder spree, thank him. <laughs> Damn it, Gus. Hey, th there will be Gus's, like, not my son Gus, but Gus's pretzels from Gus's Pretzels. Oh, yeah, Jackie wanted to try those. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, we so we custom order. I had to call them yesterday. We get the, his name in Big Pretzels. Are we going to have, like, some good cheese from there, too? There yeah, we're going to have some cheese. cheese. We're going to have some mustard. Ooh. It's going to be pretty good. All right. It might be worth killing those people later. And we're going to have Oof. some cupcakes, too. Hey, you guys ready to do 2020 Q3? We're knee-deep in it. Let's do it. Knee-deep. Knee-deep. Balls deep. Q3. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, July 17th, Ghost of Tsushima came out on PS4. That is a weird sentence. That feels like a lifetime ago now. This is from Sucker Punch. These were the same guys. These were the Thievius Raccoonist guys. These were the uh, superhero game. Uh, was that this? Not Dishonored. What are those? Uh, infamous. Those infamous games. This is. Is this Feudal Japan? This is Feudal Japan, right? Yeah, Feudal Japan. 
Third person, it's it's your third person Sony PlayStation game, everybody. You know, if you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all. They just have different coats of paint on them. Uh, this game looked beautiful, by the way. Is this video? Yeah. Is this video you picked out PS4? Oh no, it's 4K, so it's probably. Eh, no, I think this is this is PS4 Pro. I think. Jeez, that looked really good. They're already they're already doing it. They've already optioned this for I think either a TV show or a movie. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a TV show. Which is great. Which is crazy because isn't this just a, isn't it just an homage to what? What are those films? The ah, I'm gonna I'm totally blanking on the samurai movies. Um, the, the name escapes me, and if I try to pronounce, I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, it's heavily inspired by. Um, I can't think of the. It's like it's the directed the those samurai cinema that was like directed by. Uh, I know uh, Akira Kurosawa. There it is. There it is. I, I knew Akira. I was trying to get the full name, but uh, yeah, it's very it's very weird. It's kind of like Uncharted becoming a movie, but Uncharted ripped off Tomb Raider, which ripped off uh, Indiana Jones. So it's just it's just like okay, we're going full circle. This game is beautiful, though. The wind. I remember standing out. The uh, don't they use? Isn't there like a gold bird you chase? Uh, yes. Josh, you're the only one that's played this. You go ahead and take <laughs> the rain. As this man hops on the horse, you also <laughs> take the reins. Uh, I mean, what is there? So honestly, it's it took the best aspects of um, what's the other one that came out the year before? The other what? Um, the other samurai styled game, uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah. So it it took like the best parts of, and I'm not saying they copied because obviously this game has been in development since I think it was like. 2014? Well, Sekiro is a, a Souls-like. I don't think... This isn't a Souls-like. No, no, right? no. But, but I mean, like... The, so, like, it just made it... About the same time, this, the resurgence of it. But it basically... It took that, and it took a little bit of Far Cry, and it took a little bit of... Um, I can't say Dark Souls, because technically Sekiro is a Dark Souls. But, I mean, really, it just... It did something original which we haven't seen at this point in 20 was it 2020 Q3. We, at this point we're in the COVID era. So we're, we're getting to the point where games are either remakes or they have just been failing. I mean, we we're getting into battlefield 2042 era, which is awful. We're getting into uh modern warfare two, which was awful. So the fact that we got something actually original, that's beautifully done. Yes. It did receive the, I call it the Skyrim treatment where we did see the uh, like the ultimate edition come out for the PS5 and uh, I think it was PC, right? P I don't think it's on PC yet. They have been they have been supporting it a lot on the back end. I think they added a multiplayer aspect, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, so they added uh, the multiplayer mode, which is called uh, Legends. Or is it Ghost of Tsushima? Tosh is it Tsushima or just whatever? Tsushima. Tsushima Legends. Um in like it was like late 2020 so like i think it was like towards the end like december well the fact that the fact that this didn't get delayed i, I was surprised that this and the last of us 2 didn't get delayed because those were the two big heavy hitters coming from sony and it you know looking looking at 2021 2022 and then now 2023 sony's kind of had a steady flow of their games come out it doesn't feel like their pipeline's been interrupted as in but as you know, on the other side, you've got Microsoft, who's like all over the place. 
yeah, they bought a dick load of people. Uh, hey, we're a little foreshadowing there, but uh, just the fact that this came out right after a month after another big Sony first party game just kind of blows my mind. But I mean, I guess I mean everyone's at home, so why not get why not get those games out, get those numbers up? Because I mean, you saw you saw we saw all the numbers go back down once um, the the I don't want to say COVID's over, but once you know, everyone kind of just kind of pushed it to the side and was like, yeah, COVID, what, what was that? Not only that, but think about this. At this point you know, of its release, we're only like a few months away from PS5 being released. They hadn't even announced anything, right? It, until September. Well, so like, yeah, so like everybody knew something big was going to happen. We hadn't heard anything. And I think it was Xbox ended up showing something first. And then Sony was like, fuck, now we have to show it. Well, because there weren't any there weren't any prices either. Like they were sitting no. on those prices for forever. There were still that weird all those weird concept designs everybody was talking about mm -hmm. where they had the weird you looking controller. So I think I think Microsoft announced their price first and then. Yeah, yeah Sony came out and was like, oh, fuck, uh, 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 500 for this one. <laughs> and, and I remember this I remember people no, like not being hip on the PS5 design at first and then mm -hmm. also kind of like oh, is this price point's hard to choke down right now. But, I mean, honestly, if you console race is really stupid. Console wars are really dumb. I mean, you can't, you don't really see much difference between the two. But, hey, I digress. We have five other games. Anything else about Ghost of Tsushima before we move on? I think the sequel is due out in the next year or two. Have they confirmed a sequel? I thought they, they there was like, I thought they said there was. I just know that it's been optioned. I don't know. I don't know. I think they... it's still being rumored, maybe. But I heard something about it. But uh, and then also, it's not a um, show; it's a film that's being adapted. It's a film. Yes. Film. Hey, up next, also out on July seventeenth, Paper Mario: The Origami King. This was, I want to say, the first Paper Mario since GameCube, right? Yeah, uh, because they had no. Paper they Mario had two. the. It was the DS, three uh, DS one. Thousand Year Door was GameCube though, right? Yeah, that was GameCube. And then they had it. What was the DS one called? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, it was it was. Remember the uh the Superstar Saga one, mm -hmm. where it was like more like an RPG. So yeah, it's more like that, but it was regular Mario and Paper Mario. Hmm. Oh yeah, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, I think I think I remember that. So for I those who don't know, Paper Paper Mario is kind of Paper Mario kind of stepped in and became mario rpg for a little bit there right yeah basically it's it's a little paper mario in a 3d world this one uh the focus was origami i think wasn't the main bad guy in origami the or the yeah origami basically king. it was like an oriental king or origami king yep literally in the title and uh th these are fine i've never had i've never had an uh i've never really liked these games but if you like it you like it you know it was it was definitely the weakest one of them all. Uh, since, I mean, I've played all of them. I still think Thousand Year Door is the best one. That's the second. This was one. okay. Yeah, it was the second one. So this one is like it was just too easy, and it was like too. There wasn't anything. It didn't set itself apart where the rest of them did. Oh, I really like the. So if you're watching video with us, he's beating up flowers and picking up the little paper pieces. It's giving me little Gator game vibes. Who is this person, Josh? Who is this person that just popped up in our video? 
I have no idea. I didn't play the whole video. I just make sure that it looks good. <laughs> we don't have a new podcast. So let's get out of here. Blocker. Blocker Block out. Do we have anything else on Paper Mario? No. no. I mean, it's just a quick shout out because at this point, uh, we're, we're going on the 35, 35th anniversary of Mario. Jesus. August 4th, yeah. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Guys, I fucking love Fall Guys. I we remember this came out. It was like, what, 30 bucks? And yep. then it became free later? Epic. Yeah, like a couple months later. Epic bought those guys, and it got sucked into their free game rotation along with Rocket League and Fortnite and all that. This game so, was just stupid fun. It was it's stupid fun. It's fun to play with friends. You know, just a lot of mini games. You know, just chill. Um, the thing, the issue that this game had when it first released was that it was it was, it was buggy, very buggy. The servers and then were when they bad. had their first like maintenance patch, like maybe a week after the game was out, the game was the servers were down for like a week, and that really like caused people to refund the game. Was this was this the free game on PlayStation Plus or something when it came out? Yes. Yes. Okay. That so that car- I think that carried it a little bit out the gate. For those who don't know, Fall Guys is think of the show Wipeout with like all of the inflatable like obstacle courses, but your little bean guys that can dress up like werewolves, like chickens, whatever furry fetish you have, you could probably dress up as it in uh, Fall Guys here. A lot of fun. Very stupid. A uh, little game where you can. I can- we're playing this video right now and I can, we have the sound off, but I can hear this video. I can, yeah, <laughs> I can. the sound when all these guys fall cause they didn't make it. Uh, I think you still, so rocket league and fallout nerf fallout rocket league and Fortnite are really good about like integrating like things into each game. So like, I think I, the other day I booted up Fortnite and I got like some add on for rocket league. And I think this is also in that rotation. I think it is. I think there was like a fall guys, uh, cosmetic item in Fortnite a few months ago or a few week a few seasons ago. Uh, I will say Fall Fall Guys the team based games like the tail grabs, the jump through the hoops suck suck so bad. And mm. like Jake said, this game had its issues at the gate. One I remember in particularly was that you just got a lot of shit games. Mm-hmm. And now they fixed that. They um, you can play. You can play on a server that doesn't do team games. They've added a lot more obstacle courses. I think there were only three, four, or five. When it first came in, there was like six. Was it six? Because I'm because so this one that we're watching right now, where there's fake doors and real doors, you can jump through. Do you consider this an obstacle course? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this there's the one with the ooze coming up. That if you hit the ooze, you're out. There's turbine the, one. Turbine one. There's the one where it has the spinny things at the beginning four uh the last one with the crown that's five uh, the cylinder one cylinder one okay so yeah mm-hmm. six out the gate but they have way more now it's crazy i i played a few months ago and like i don't think i played the same course twice i played for about an hour or two so and it was like three or four rounds that we went through so it was pretty crazy no team games either so that was fun guys and i like, think i think we're overdue like, for some fall guys yeah, I mean, I think I need to install it. <laughs> we definitely need to get more than just us to play it, though. Like, it's so much more fun when you get a group of people to play it. You can only have a party of four, right? Yeah, it's only yeah. a party of four. But I think you can get uh, you can join servers now, and you can have as many as you want. Oh, you can get you can get like, like your rec like league giant. people to play Fall Guys together. Yeah, 
I love that. That's interesting. Jake, did you have you had something else you wanted to say? Well, I was saying like they even added like a bunch of cosmetics in the game from like other games. Uh, like I know they had like Marvel characters in there, uh, video game characters. Like I think you could play as Kratos. You have like a little Kratos skin. So they they're all over the place. I remember the Assassin's Creed one that you had the cloak, but you also had, if you won, you did like the little celebration, and they had one where you were on a post and you jumped off of it into a haystack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff was really good. Fall Guys is fun. Up next, a game near and dear to my heart, a game that obvi- honestly became my personality for a year and a half. I'm sorry, you guys, that that happened. Uh, they didn't want it on this list, but I said, no, damn it, you add it. September 1st, Iron Harvest came out. This uh, no, is... Th- there was no... There was, let's get yeah, this right we now, had folks. no choice. There was no, no, we're going to add it. It was, guys, I worked really hard on Goaty so I deserve it. <laughs> that was the argument. I didn't say it like that, though. You guys okay. are He sounded more whinier, and there was a little more tears involved. You guys are embellishing. Pretty sure at one point, a teat from iron harvest came out and nick suckled at the teat that's what i did so this is this is an rts from king art games this is if you if you've played company of heroes or company heroes 2 it's that same system where your units are broken down into uh little your guys are broken down the little units of guys so like if you have a shotgunner it's five shotgunners if you have a rifleman it's five riflemen but also, I've buried the lead. You have mechs, and it's World War One. Uh, a lot of a lot of like World War One, Great War history in here. Uh, the game we're watching here right now is Rushviet, Russia, obviously. Uh, this is this, guys. This game, like, I don't know why I'm bad at RTS, but I got into this. It's I think it's just the aesthetic. Let me let me click around. Like once the mechs start fighting, and it, it it's all about positioning. Like I've watched other videos of people playing this where like they have like all their guys bunched up and they're all moving together like they're playing Starcraft or something or they're playing some other uh, RTS. And it's it, like it makes me cringe. It's like, no, no, no. You need to position people over here. Keep these people in cover. There's cover based things with your guys. The mechs are just deadly to the infantry. Uh, 3v3 was very fun with this. Uh, this map in particular has a gun in the middle that you want to control that you can shoot the other teams out of the middle. And it's just, it's all positioning. It's so much fun. I sad that the multiplayer is dead. It did not deserve to die as fast as it did. It did get a bunch of updates, got a lot of DLC. I got two pairs of DLC and a lot of updates. Uh, art King art games is working on something else right now. I don't know if they would do another RTS. Cause it sounds like this didn't do the crazy numbers they wanted to, but it did feel like this got a lot more attention than they thought it would. And I think that stems from, I think that stems from COVID partially, but also, uh, I mean, they got some bad rep too, because they were a Kickstarter. They had a Kickstarter, uh, fund for raising the money for this game and they took forever to get people their shit. But that, that seems to be, that seems to be a Kickstarter issue. That seems to be like across the board, like whenever you promise physical goods in a Kickstarter, that always seems to be the biggest pain in the ass. That's why whenever I'm kickstarting something, I'm like I, everything's got to be digital or I'm not fucking with it. That said, the only <laughs> the only game I've kickstarted recently, and that was probably about two years ago now, is a free free to play game that's still in beta. Look at me go, I'm a fucking idiot. 
Do you guys have anything you want to add about Iron Harvest? Yeah, so it's just like every other RTS. No, so this has a really this has a really good campaign as well. Uh, the campaigns are broken into the three separate countries. The DLC has there the th- there are two DLCs. One has four new missions that take place during the Russian Revolution. It came out part. Uh, it didn't come out fully finished due to COVID, but they never went back and finished some things that I thought they could have finished. And then uh, Usonia, which was the America uh, American faction, they added also had seven missions and these are all great. They all played great. They had a few missions like a stealth mission in the middle of the game that didn't work. But one of, I, I, I would argue one of the better, most recent RTS campaigns. Uh, and did I forget to mention the hero, the hero characters you can play as there's a little cyborg man you can play as there's a guy on a horse. There's a girl with a bear. It's the scythe board game. That's right behind me. It's the same, it's the same world. You guys, it's the same world, same world. Okay, this died. Let's go. Move on. God damn, you guys, you guys hurt. <laughs> Who hurt you guys? I, hey, Iron Harvest, thank you for your, thank you for becoming my personality for a year and a half. I appreciate you. September seventh. I'm sorry, September seventeenth. Hades. Uh, you know, I kind of got sucked into this one too. This is the roguelike from uh, what is that? Supergiant Games. The guys who did Bastion. They did. Uh, they did Pyre. I'm blanking on what the other one they did was. Is it Transistor? I think it's Transistor. You are the son of Hades. You're trying to escape hell. You've got four levels to go through. Uh, you've got five different weapons you can use. The build, you get uh, favors from the gods every few levels that you beat. And it really determines your strengths going into the game. Really deep. This was a popular speed running game when it came out. For some reason, I thought I could do well in speed running it. That was a lie. I could not. Uh, I was a big fan of using the shield like you see this guy using. I was also a big fan. There was a, there's like a gun in here. And if you, if you used a bunch of the Poseidon powers, it essentially turned it into a deadly water gun. Fun game. Great art style. I can't believe they're making a sequel. I, th- I for sure thought Supergiant Games would have done something else. But I guess once you find that thing that everyone really, really likes and buys, you're like, oh, yeah, we're doing another one. What the fuck are you talking about, Nick? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't they? And this had a lot of copycats recently. This uh, this had uh, Death's Door came out. And there are a few. There are a few other, but Death's Door is like the one that like anytime I play it, I'm like, oh, this is just fucking Hades. You guys got anything on Hades? Or am I the only one that's played it? No, no, no I, I played know. Hades. I own it on the Xbox. Uh, Hades was one of those games that like when it came out, it was popular everywhere. Everyone loved it. Everyone streamed it. Uh, it has you know great great combat has uh humor uh sex appeal i mean it has everything and uh it's just a very like fun game it's not boring you know and even when you die like you you get stronger whatever and you like learn how to you know move on each time so it's it's a really good game josh did you have anything you want to say about haters say it all all right, last but not least, this is the one Josh can talk about. I'll shut up. <laughs> September 28th, Genshin Impact. <laughs> Josh, take it away. Yeah, so um, Genshin Impact was a little bit of a weird phenomenon. So we're coming right off. No, not right off, but everybody and their brother was still like forcing down your throat that Breath of the Wild was the best fucking game you could buy and still play at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And there was a little Chinese company that said, you know what? I think we can capitalize on that. And so Genshin Impact was born. And I remember when it came out, uh, one of our buddies was like, dude, you need to play it. And I downloaded it and I was like, Damn, this is actually a lot of fun. It's it, it, for, a, for a gotcha game. It's a lot of fun. Granted, though, it is a gotcha game. Like if you're going to if you want to be the best you can be as quickly as possible, they're going to have to sink some dough in there. And they actually have just recently released their latest uh, patch, which I think is 4.3. So I'm not totally caught up on the story, but how the story begins is uh, you're kind of like the hero of your realm. Um and what happens is you get a choice of do you pick the male character or do you pick the female? You're essentially twins. Uh, and what happens is whichever one you don't pick ends up being the who is captured at the end. So this deity like encases them and basically sends you to a different place, like to a whole new realm. So where you were basically like a god and a hero, you're now basically among an unknown world trying to one, figure out what the heck happened, and two, find your twin, fit, free them. And you can you can play this on mobile. Like this was on this came out mobile. This came out PS4. Yep. I you mean, know, literally every console except for well, they may have released it on the Switch by now, but I know at one point it wasn't. You know, I don't think it was. I don't think it's the Zelda stuff that people like this for. I think people are just horny for the anime characters, Josh. Uh, I mean, that's there too, but. Um, well, no, because it, it's it plays very similar to Breath of the Wild as far as like the stamina mechanic, the cooking mechanic. I mean, literally, if you were to like put these side by side with the other when they first when they each essentially first came out, you go, what's the difference? Other than art style and then a little bit of like gameplay. I'd argue this looks better. <laughs> well, I mean, everything looks better. Uh, than uh, Pokemon Legends of Arcades. I still, I still <laughs> shudder at the thought when they're like, "Oh well, just the, the Switch doesn't have the capacity to do it." It's like, dude, look at Breath of the Wild, a game that's that basically came out at launch. You cannot sit there and argue that the the Switch cannot do it. Yeah, it, it, the, the Switch went through a rough patch, and I think it's about it's, it's it's time for the next thing nintendo figure your shit out but even then like look so look at this game this can play on your phone which arguably a switch is going to be more powerful i'm, and sorry, I'm not talking your phone now i'm talking like the phone that was at this time the 2020s or what uh the iphone xr i guess yeah I, i'm I sorry mean, i was i was distracted by the anime girl on the screen josh i'm sorry Nick, you have two children and a wife. Calm I know. Down. I know. I can't. I can't leave my family for an anime girl. Not again. Yeah. But yeah. I argue. I would argue it's better than uh, Breath of the Wild. And plus, you get a party of four. It's not like you're just stuck with a Link. Yeah. You pick the silent, characters you want. Silent ass Link who don't say shit, but ah. Ugh. That's it. Uh, <laughs> do I need to pull the? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know what you're uh, gonna say. Oh, fuck. What's the song called? I know what you're going to say. The Song of Storms, where it's him screaming. <laughs> I know what you're going to say, and the answer is no. Da, 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 Guys, da, anything da, else da. on Genshin Impact? Uh, no, give it a try no. if you haven't. Just don't put you know money into it. It's yeah. a free game, guys. Uh, yeah, hey. Just don't put money into it. <laughs> when a game has a pity system, 
that's when you know. Right, Jake? I wouldn't know. No, no. Like, Josh won't admit that there's a pity system, but I know there's a pity system. There's not a pity system. There's a pity system. I it's like, know. fuck, this guy's like, getting uh, Okay, here you go. Well, I don't know about that. I know a lot of games have something similar to where, like, if you haven't played in a while, you come back like, oh, welcome back. Here's free here's, pack. You play. Yeah, here's free pack. Play, play seven days in a row and you get all this. Like, Pokemon Unite has that. I love it when games are. I love it when games are like uh, a mom who hasn't seen their kid in years. Like, oh my god, let me here, here, uh, here's dinner. Uh, here are these snacks. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. Stay here, please. Please don't leave. Parent, right? Please. I've been a good mom. <laughs> I've been. A good god, it's like we're living childhood memories all over, oh, guys. No. Uh, hey, that was a. I know I added a game there, and that was a little long. But you guys ready for the news? Yeah. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. All right, Josh, take us through this. All right. So July 22nd, Microsoft's video game live streaming service Mixer is shut down after four years. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mixer. I, you know what? Looking at like the state of uh, Twitch right now. Yeah. I, I looking like in hindsight, looking back, it's like, yeah, that was the, that was the call. Microsoft. That was smart. Just out of curiosity. Have either one of you, uh, gone on to kick? Mm, not, I not started since. streaming on kick. Mm. I literally, <laughs> I literally did it thinking I, cause I hadn't seen anything on it other than like the few articles that I've read. So when I signed up, I'm like, this is, it's, it's fucking Twitch. It looks almost exactly it like it. It's not even different. The only difference Same is I'm pretty sure the everything. first thing I saw was Amareth half naked. Oh, you can't, you can do that on kick, but not on Twitch. Yeah. Kick doesn't really have rules yet, but I'm sure like maybe in the future. Cause like kick was developed by people who are like, Oh, we don't like Twitch's rules. We're going to do our own thing. And that's what happened. I mean, yeah, they're going to have some things, you know. Oh, they're, they're going to get sued out the ass. And they're going to be like, okay, guys, you have to wear, you know, at least majority of, like, you can't show, like, 80% of your skin. At least I, put a t-shirt I on. Mean, I they think, just grabbed XQC from Twitch. They offered them $100 million. Yeah. Like, they're doing something. I think Twitch and Kick are kind of in the same boat as, like, all the Twitter and all the new social media is popping up trying to be the new Twitter. It's just, there's no, everything is just the same. It's just a re, kick is just a reskin of Twitch. Threads and Blue Sky is just a reskin of Twitter. There's nothing, there's nothing new. There's nothing that's game changing. There is something game changing about Threads and Kick. You know what the difference is? Nudes. There's not a billion, billionaire asshole uh, who's leading it. Uh, mm, mm. Mm, threads has zuckerberg billionaire asshole yeah. josh fuck Facebook all right well, instagram <laughs> well fine uh, kicks the only one who doesn't okay? josh i wanted to live i want to live in your world where you forgot about mark zuckerberg for a few minutes there <laughs> no josh all, I was those guys, to point. all those guys that do uh, that own kick are millionaires I said billionaires. Oh, whatever. Millionaires. There's a whatever. B, Jake. The b- only difference is the letter, Josh. They're still assholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you have, if you have a hundred million to drop for one asshole, yeah, basically. Yeah, they have enough money to pay, and you know what? You know what's gonna happen? 
know what's going to happen? Kick is going to fold just like Mixer here. And everyone who left is going to go back to either Twitch or YouTube. It's yeah. Al- it's almost like history is repeating itself. It's going to happen again. So... I moved to over the kick because not many people stream TFT, so I kind of wanted to like be the face of it. But also, there's rumors. Rumors have it that kick might be doing like some type of hourly pay for. Have you seen what streamers? you have to do to do it? Or if they do do it, no, you have to show feet. Yes, no. So <laughs> like you have to stream consistently. Like you have to do a certain amount of hours each week. And you have to stream like at least I think it's like four hours every day. That's easy. Oh. Every day. That's stupid disgusting. easy. I mean, for sixteen dollars an hour, let's face it, that's practically a, a you can make that a, a full time job. Yeah. Mm. 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 Nick, you go. Mm, but think about it. Wouldn't you rather stay home making sixteen dollars an hour playing video games? I would still need benefits. Well, no, I agree. I mean, well, if you only have to do four hours a minimum, I would guess what? Be- you you get a job that does benefits during the day, and then you come back at night and you stream for four hours. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. I stopped streaming because I preferred working on videos. Because videos, here's the thing about streaming: it goes away. It doesn't last. You know what else doesn't last? Snaps on Snapchat. And guess where? Guess how Snapchat's doing? Does anyone know? I don't. But I assume it's still relevant, though. I assume it's still around. Mm-hmm. I assume it's not doing the numbers it used to. No, definitely not. But it's still relevant enough that it sticks around. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Here's here's my issue with uh, streaming sites like Twitch and Kick. Stuff's only there for two weeks and it's gone. Unless you clip it and save it, or you convert it over to YouTube or some other thing. Whereas if you make a video, you make a TikTok, it's forever. And I think that yeah. is that is going to be the thing going forward. Anything where something is leaving or something is just momentarily that's also going to be momentarily. I mean, look at, uh, Twitter tried doing, what were they called? Fleets last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they were gone in within a month or two months. Anyone who doesn't have anything that deletes things on the short term, they're not going to be doing it just based off, based off of the assumption of those other things that have happened. Uh, got more news for us, Josh. We could talk about this for hours. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Uh, August 13th, Epic Games released a version of Fortnite Battle Royale on iOS and Android that bypassed the store's payment systems, leading to both Apple and Google to delist the game immediately, with Epic further turning around the same day to file a lawsuit challenging the mon- oh, Jesus. monopolistic behavior of both stores. So I love yeah, it. I love that's... it when the corporations fight each other. But people were like rooting for Epic in this, like Epic was their dad. And I was like, Come on, guys. I mean, I, I, I saw, like I said, I, at this point, I played devil's advocate. I, I saw both sides, but at the same time, I'm like, who the fuck cares? Don't get so, me. Go ahead, Jake. I'm going to say, I'm not sure if they're on Google anymore, but I know for a fact they're not on Apple. Oh, yeah. The app said, fuck you and yeah. kicked them out. I look for <laughs> it every, every few months and I'm like, maybe it's back. Nope. No. So the only reason I root for Epic in this in this point is because the percentage that because for those who don't know, Android and Apple take a percentage off of every purchase. So, for example, let's say let's say a Fortnite were following the rules and you bought a skin in Fortnite, but you're on like your iPhone doing it. Apple, I forget what the percentage cut is. Is it 30 percent or 40 percent? I think it's 35 percent. It's 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 kind of high. 
but what so what Epic did was went around this and we're like, oh, we found a way where they don't get a piece of the pie. And Apple's like, no, fuck you. Fortnite's gone. Wasn't it like instead of buying it through the app, you would go like to their website? Yep. Yep. Uh, and I, I think this kind of plays into the thing that Epic got slapped on their hands later on. Uh, what were those called? The secret or the were like, ah, oh, what are they called? Not dark web. I'm bl- I'm really bad with words today. I blame Godi. So, uh, but no. So the only reason I, bl- I cheer for Epic in this is because if Epic wins, that means all the little guys who are forced to use Apple as a storefront are keeping a little more change in their pocket. Yep. It's the only reason I cheer for Epic in that in that um, in that frame of things. Uh, what was it? I'm still trying to think of what the thing was called. But yeah, you know what? I think Epic ended up losing this, and but this this dragged on for a while. Yeah. Moving Actually, on. no. I think Epic won, and Apple was just like, "Well, you're still not going to be part." Uh, I think of our it, app store. if Epic won, I think Apple appealed it and won the appeal, if I remember correctly. There was something in the news about it recently. It, it was a long litigious thing. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, September 4th, Nintendo celebrates or celebrated the 35th anniversary of Mario Brothers by announcing new games, re-released games, and merchandise. Didn't they do the Mario 3-pack? Yes, so that came out of this, and I actually have an uns- uh, I have a sealed copy. Can we, uh, can, is it nearby? Can we see it on camera? No. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, it's behind me. I can grab it real quick. Yeah, go ahead and grab that. I want to take a look at that bad boy. Yeah. It's crazy to me because I think they also did a limited number of digital copies of this, if I remember correctly. So just Nintendo doing what Nintendo does best, creating yeah. that... Uh, creating that scarcity that really actually isn't a thing. He said it was right there and he's having to go dig through. Look at him. Let's just poke fun at him digging through these boxes back there. No, it wasn't in that box. He has to go check another box off camera. Let's see if he comes back. Josh, did you find it? Nope, not in that box. Oh, here he is. I thought it was right there, Josh. Sorry, Andy just got home. Josh, I thought it was right there. It was. It was right behind me. It just mm-hmm. said Andy got home. Gotcha. Damn, that looks good. Yeah, keep that yeah. sealed because you can't find that. Trust me, I plan on it. And Josh, didn't didn't they? They don't sell it digitally anymore, right? No. Fucking Nintendo. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell. That's why. That's why I grabbed a physical copy and I said. Yeah, I don't. I can play all three of these games that are on here on an emulator. I don't need to play it on the Switch. I just want it because I know Whoa, it's going to be worth something in the future. You can't say that. He didn't say where we could get it. Yeah, he and even then, that. technically, technically, I Te- own them. Technically, what? I own them, so wow. I can do it. It's legal. Moving on before Josh gets us into litigious <laughs> troubles. Yeah. Uh, okay. So September eighteenth. Rayman and Beyond Good and Evil creator Michael Ansel announced he would be leaving from the video game industry to focus full-time on a wildlife sanctuary. Ansel stated via Instagram that his two upcoming projects, Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild, were in capable hands with his departure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, neither of these have come out, right? No. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 keeps getting pushed back. and I think... Did Wild get canceled? Beyond Good and Evil 2, didn't they, they had some kind of thing where like, you're going to create the game. And didn't they have like a celebrity come out and endorse that? Yes. And then there was pushback from that and they're like, okay. And then there was the, okay, well now it's going to be 
you guys create the uh, the story type deal. And this game isn't com- this game isn't coming out. Beyond it's Good and not. Evil. Hey, hot take. Ready? We're entering the hot take zone, guys. Beyond Good and Evil Two is never coming out. No, it's never. Oh, I. It's not. Nope. Pour one out for Beyond Good and Evil Two. We hardly knew ye. Well, I mean, hell, you guys ready for this? Because this is actually news to me. I didn't see this happen. Uh, just this month, uh, the game's creative director, Emil Morel, died suddenly at age 40. That game ain't coming out, son. That game ain't coming out. That game ain't coming out. Rest in peace. That's sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah. Josh, it on. save the show. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> it only gets worse. Uh, September 21st. Xbox Game Studios and ZeniMax Media announced plans for Xbox Game Studios to acquire ZeniMax and its subsidiaries, Bethesda Game Studios, Arcane Studios, ID Software, Machine Games, and Tango Gameworks for $7.5 billion to complete to be completed by the first half of 2021. Crazy that we're talking about this on the eve before they're probably going to get Activision. Like, I think tomorrow. So if you're listening yeah. to this on Monday, I think tomorrow is the last day for them to close on Activision or Activision can back out and take like a billion dollars with them. I hate that I just said a billion dollars. Yeah, so uh, the way we're going, Xbox or Microsoft in general probably needs to be stopped. So I look at this. So this was now three years ago. So I look at this and I don't know, I don't think Machine Games has put out a Wolfenstein, but that's just getting ready to put out Starfield. Arcane put out Deathloop. I don't think so. By the time they bought them, it had already put out Doom Eternal. So they're probably working either on a new Doom or I imagine a Quake. I, I'd love to see Quake come back. And then Tango Gameworks has put out, uh, they put out that Ghost game, Ghost, uh, not Ghost Protocol. That's a Mission Impossible. Ghostwire Tokyo. They put out Ghostwire Tokyo and then they put out Hi-Fi Rush. So really, uh, the only... Machine Games actually did have a game come out. Uh, it was Quake Dimension of the Machine. Oh, okay. So they had like a little, that was a little like multiplayer thing though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So really $7.5 billion and how many, uh, how many earth shattering games besides Redfall have come out? I forgot Redfall was also out of Arcane. I think Arcane's two, an A team and a B team. And like Josh said previously, B team's probably got the firing squad ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, they're definitely already lined up. They're blindfolded, lined up, and have their last cigarettes in their mouths. Any last words? Why the fuck didn't we cancel this game? Well, don't forget, though, Arcane (laughs) also did Deathloop at this point, too. I think Deathloop came out in 2021. Right, but I don't think Deathloop was like earth shattering from in no, fact it I think wasn't earth shattering but it did better than redfall it and did, it did better than wolfenstein youngblood josh josh i think everything did better than redfall well at this point redfall sets the bar pretty fucking low websites are doing articles about like the 20 people that are still playing redfall for some reason they've got they've got stockholm syndrome they're like i, well, I, I enjoy the game those, those 20 people who are still playing they've already called 911 they put in a uh what do they call it? A um, not a courtesy call, but what's it called? A mental illness or a mental check? Oh, well, wellness check. Yeah, wellness check. They did a wellness check because those twenty people, there's clearly something going wrong, or they're just you know being I, forced upon uh, to play this game. I bring all this up. I bring all these games up just to say, 
here we are two years in. It's only two years in, but look at everything that's come out. And you know what? You might be saying, well, hey, Nick, listen, all those games that have come out, they were already working on them before they were acquired, which I say, yeah, but Redfall didn't have to come out. <laughs> uh, and let's face it at this point, Starfield comes out later this year. Dude, I don't know about Starfield. I think Starfield, I don't know. I, think I don't know either. If they open Starfield, if Starfield starts on a black screen and it boots up into Skyrim, I think that's the only <laughs> thing that can save Starfield. Dude, you know, you know someone's going to fucking do that too. <laughs> I can see that it's going to kick off again. I'd, I, hey, I'd buy it for the 20th time. Uh, Josh, I'm what's not. this last sad one? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I know I brought this up at one point uh, this year. Uh, September 24th, Amazon announced they would launch a cloud gaming service, Luna. Games on the service would be offered via a channel-style subscription service with the company's own games and those from Ubisoft available at services launch in October. Oh, all, Luna. All you had to hear was, hey, Ubisoft thinks this is a good idea and go like, oh, this will be dead in like three years. <laughs> hey, Ubisoft really likes Stadia. Dead. Ubisoft is backing Luna. Dead. Hey, Ubisoft really likes putting the Rabbids in a Mario game. Kill them. Murder them. <laughs> NFTs. Ubisoft's like, hey, we think NFTs are a great idea. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. We need, we need Ubisoft to be like, hey, you guys really like this, uh, this chat GPT thing and all this AI and all this, what is it, learned language algorithms or whatever? Yep. You guys like those. We should get into those. Dead. I'm okay with you. I'm okay with Ubisoft killing everything. Oh, you guys like pirate games? You guys you guys really into that uh that Sea of Thieves? We got bone skull and bones here for you. Dead. So do you guys want to hear what uh here? So I just I clicked on their site, right? Luna, go on. Yes. Here is so there's two lists they're giving right now, and I want to read them off to you guys and tell me what you think. This is the first list is trending games. We've got uh, Arkham Knight, Lego DC Supervillains, Sonic Mania Plus, Team Sonic Racing, and SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. And then Editor's Picks, same thing, five games. We've got Assassin's Creed Origins, Sonic Colors Ultimate, Far Cry 6, Team Sonic Racing, and Dirt 5. Okay, so this All sounds right. like this sounds like a service for kids and Ubisoft. Mm -hmm. I said, are, they, are these like twelve year olds? Like, that's I, I, it, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, the next game on the list is Saints Row the Third Remastered. That wasn't Ubisoft. No, that that was, wasn't Ubisoft. No. Uh, yes, it yeah, was. It is. No. I think Saints Row is Ubisoft, right? No, uh, I don't, I don't believe it. Ubisoft was, well, I mean, not Ubisoft. Saints no, Deep were, Silver. Deep Silver, but I think... Deep Silver is published, and then uh, DS Evolution and Sparisoft developed it. And then one of the, one of them, whichever one of them got acquired by Embracer, because Embracer, I think, holds the rights now, because then they put out that new Saints Row reboot that... Uh, that fucking bombed. It yeah. shit the bed and made Embracer, like, implode on itself a little bit there. <laughs> Josh, yeah. this is some fucking shitty news. Thank you. Dude, it only gets worse from here. Hey, we it's got the beginning of COVID. Hey, 2020 is going to be popping in Q4. Let me tell you, Josh, thank you for gathering the bad news. We appreciate you. Jake, you got a meme for us?
Me time. Yeah, I got one. I'm surprised we don't like wear like face mask for these these times, you know? Oh, we should have. That would have been good. Oh, we <laughs> should have wore masks this whole Oh my god. Hey, let's do it for Q4. Alright, so the meme we got here, it's a it's a Fall Guys meme, but it's like one of those, you know, what it looks like and what it feels like. So what it looks like, it's you know, nice and fun and all that stuff, but what Fall Guys really feels like is storming the beaches of Normandy. Oh, and this honestly, <laughs> this one probably hits to home more than anything. Cause I, keep, I mean, I don't know how you guys felt, but especially when we got down to the wire, when you kept hitting things and not able to actually physically get up and move again, it definitely felt like, oh, fuck, get up, get up. Yeah, so especially this game in the picture. So this game in the picture, it's just one long conveyor belt and they're shooting giant fruit at you to knock you off track. And this, it's this was a slope one, too. Yeah, and this this one pissed me off more than any other game, any other the like mini games within it. Jake, that's a good meme. I appreciate you. Great Dan- meme. Thanks for the meme. Hey man, thanks for the meme. Uh, so for the last segment, I wanted something a little lighter because we're still we're still a little hungover here from Goaty Self and being honest. I didn't. I barely had time to like fix my hair before I put a headband on. So. What I wanted to do for this last part is just ask everyone what they're doing for the rest of the summer. It is mid-July by the time this comes out. Summer, you know, summer technically in in the U.S. ends in September, but really, let's be honest, summer ends in August when everyone's like fully back to work. I work in education, so it's like, yeah, we're we're back in late August. Jake, Jake's always in school. Who fucking knows? School. Or <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Uh, so basically, Josh, what do you? Is there a game? Are there games you want to knock out? I know you got reviews coming up, but anything else you want to do p- for yourself personally? What you got going on? I just want to find some more free time for myself to be able to just relax and play games because it feels like this summer has just been go 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 go. So find some time for myself and just relax. I like that. Is there anything specifically you want to do for your relaxing time? I didn't get catch up on my library. I keep, it seems like the more and more that comes out, the more and more that I review, the less, I mean, I I thought by now I would have finished Final Fantasy 16. I would have played a little bit more of the Death Stranding since we said we were going to do that library uh, book club thing that we haven't Mm -hmm. done. I, you know, I've got Forspoken sitting over here still after I said last week I was going to play it. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna alleviate you on the book club game stuff. I think we can pick up on the Death Stranding once we get caught up on the years. So once we get up to 2022, that's when we get into it. So we get you got you got a little bit of time before you have to worry about Death Stranding. But I also got family vacation coming up soon and all that jazz. Well, I hope you get that time for yourself and you get to play Forspoken. Did I just, I just move shit? Did I just move mind? shit with my mind? Did I just move shit with my mind? I just moved shit with my mind. Well, I, technically, it was me. Technically, it was us. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I do that now. I do that now. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know. I just need a good, fun, stupid thing to play to turn my brain off to. I still shake my head at the fact that the people were making fun of it. And it's like... Okay, you tell what appears... I say appears because I don't know the story. What appears to be a 13-year-old girl, you know, that is not going to act like that. (laughs) Like, tell... Show me. And there are cringier games that have done cringier things, but people give it a pass. Like, that... that, uh, 
that Rick and Morty gun game that came out had some issues. Had some cringy dialogue. Yeah, it did. So, I mean, what, what people were talking about was that it wasn't like the dialogue. It wasn't like the people voice acting. It was the writing for it. I, I heard I heard multitudes of it from like multiple sides, but I don't the writing. I mean, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Jake, Josh, is there anything else you want to do this summer? No, that's it. Just okay. relax. Jacob, Jacoby, what yeah. do you want to do, Daddy? Uh, so we got a lot of things going on. Uh, I want to hit Challenger and TFT. That's a cool thing. I want to you know get really into kick. See where I can go from there, because um, I don't I don't think I've seen like any like challenger players that speak English on there yet. So I'm trying to make my mark there. Um, but uh, I think we're talking about going on a float trip. Uh, I think that's. I'm gonna go down to see Gus this weekend, so that oh. you know it's still part of summer. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, not much to be honest, because like summer's almost over. I go back to drill starting August of next month because they don't have drill in July, and I missed it in June because I was uh, at a wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. 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 um, yeah, I think that's about it. It's nothing, it's f- nothing crazy. It's funny you mentioned the summer's almost over because I'm one of those people that like once May's over, my head's like, summer's almost over. God damn. Here we go. It's June. Summer's almost over, even though it's just just beginning. I don't know. It's yeah. something that's wrong with my brain. What do I want to do? There's a handful of things I want to do. So Gus's birthday is obviously number one in my book right now. I'm going to celebrate him. going to spend some more time with the kids. I've been working from home. been working really hard on this podcast at work. Not this podcast at work, but the podcast I do for work at work. So I've been working on that, but want to spend a little more time with them. So I'm going to work a little extra tomorrow so I can take off early on Friday and go to the playground with them. I uh, want to get my blog back up and going. It was a What We Do in the Shadows blog, reviewing episodes. But now I think I'm just going to do game stuff on there and some other stuff. Josh, I see Remnant 2 popping up. Be patient. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What else do I want to do? Uh, so, yeah, I want to get the blog back going. I want to do some more stand-up. Uh, I've done a lot of improv this summer. In fact, uh, the weekend after this comes out, I'll have two shows that I'm doing that hopefully my brothers all come out and watch at least one of them, whichever one. How much are they? I think one's free and the other one's like five or ten bucks. Well, let me know what the free one is. All right. And then, I don't know. So, with Dave the Diver's review, that was my... I just pulled the sticker off my chair. That was my 50th review with Game Chronicles. So I kind of need to take a smoke break and just play some stuff for myself. So that's why I got into Sifu. That's why I got into Pizza Tower. There have just been a lot of games I've played, but not on my own accord. So it, it'll be nice to play some stuff for me. And I enjoy writing for Game Chronicles. It really got me out of my comfort zone and got me playing stuff I would have never played otherwise, but uh, <laughs> daddy daddy needs to go out for a pack of smokes, if you know what I mean. So I'm going to take a nice little reprieve from writing for them and do some writing for me and some gaming for me because, yeah, that's going to help my sanity. And if there's one game that I really want to play over the summer and get it done, I think Josh has sold me on getting into Forspoken. 
And then another one that I really want to get into that I actually bought on sale uh, was Weird West. Weird West is, I think it's a CRPG with Western elements. There are all these different characters you play that are really weird. And then also Spyro, the Re-Enlightened trilogy, Reignited trilogy, I bought that. And so I want to play some fucking Spyro. <laughs> play it. The Crash one was still 15 bucks, and I was like, mm, it's too much for my blood. Spyro is better anyway, at least in my opinion. I don't know. They're, they kind of, they, they tug a war back and forth on me. And then just uh, more gaming with you guys. So some battle bit will be fun. Some remnant will be fun. Yeah. And that's what I want to do with, for my summer. Hopefully we can all get what we want. I know it's not always likely, but hopefully you guys can make that time for yourselves. And if you need a day off the podcast to do it, let me know. I could maybe make that work. Hey everybody. That is our show. Thank you for hanging out with us. As always, we're a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. Thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his intro and outro song, Hunt Him Down. Great stuff. Go check out his SoundCloud. We've got a link to that in the show notes. We'll be back next week with Q4. I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. You can also find me on threads, I guess. I think I'm nkaufman10 there. I don't know. You'll, find, you'll see my dumb face and I'm there. Uh, I'm also on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Night. Josh, where can the people find you? Hey, you can find me just about anywhere except for threads at I'm Josh Saying. Josh only hangs out on social media where there aren't billionaire asshole owners. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Kick, Instagram, Facebook Gaming, YouTube, TikTok, MySpace. Bebo, Bucket List, Jesus. and Jakey Boy Kaufman. Thanks, Jake. I didn't realize there were that many social medias out there. I shouldn't be surprised, though. Everyone, this has been Smashing Game Time. I hope you all had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time.